You've got 60 crazy minutes of listening to us get shit wrong. Welcome back to Boozy Bracketology, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Chris, and I am here once again to host the best video game franchise of all time. And if we know anything, if you know anything about me, you know there's two things that Chris should not be voting on. One, music. Apparently, I am notorious for having bad music takes. Two, oh, the whole on reminder, I am not the one that voted Sir Mixalock's Baby Got Back out in the first freaking round of the best of one-hit wonders bracket. That wasn't me. Two, though, probably shouldn't have an opinion on video games, but it's okay. I have gathered five video game experts and enthusiasts to come here and argue this out for your entertainment. Let's meet them, starting first up in Chicago, Illinois. Stu, my friend, how you doing? What you drinking? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, Chris. I am drinking an Arnold Palmer. Ooh. Does the Arnold Palmer have alcohol in it? No, <laughs> not tonight. Uh, that'll be next round for sure. There's a version of an Arnold Palmer with alcohol, though, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. And it's delicious. It's it's absolutely delicious. I just didn't have any actual hard liquor. So I uh, decided to mix it up with the homemade sweet tea. No worries. No worries. I actually still you're going to be shocked by this, but I have liquor. Um, do you really? I do. I have got myself, and you guys can see this here. It's a $20 bottle. This is Old Granddad's Bonded Bourbon, 100 proof flat. It's a $20 bottle and probably the second best $20 bottle you can get behind the old tub. Uh, this is actually stronger than the old tub, and it, it's a little bit more burn, a higher ride content, but it's a really good bottle of bourbon. For 20 bucks. you can't go wrong with some Old Granddad Bonded. Mind you, that is the Bonded, not the regular Old Granddad, which tastes like piss. You've heard enough from me. Let's get a feminine touch here. Jennifer, how are you doing tonight, and what are you drinking? Hey, guys. Um, So we actually went to Costco tonight, and one of our specific tasks was to get alcohol for tonight. So we got wine, and I don't drink wine. And then we realized we were running out of time because we weren't going to make it to the show on time if we didn't hurry. So I didn't get anything. So I'm just drinking orange soda, the lame like I usually am. But Kel loves orange soda. <laughs> Kel Mitchell somewhere is smiling at you. Because orange soda sounds delightful. I love orange soda. I do too. You know what else I love? Hearing from Tony. Tony, my friend, how you doing? What you drinking? I'm doing good, Chris. Thanks for asking. Um, I am on my... Oof, getting getting too low into the bottle dregs of my <laughs> Woodford. Uh, it's, it's quickly disappearing. Uh, it's that double oak store pick from Lukens. And, uh, once it's gone, it's gone. And I, it scares me, but as is the way with bourbon. I was in the Lukens in Dunedin, in, uh, Dunedin, and they actually still had a couple bottles left. So when you run out, head over there, they do have it. From 2020 or is it the newest, the latest one? Uh, I'm assuming it's their latest pick. I mean, yeah. they, I think they get two double oak picks a year, so it might be the they newer do. version. Yeah. I'll have to still try it. Little uh, little fun fact is that you can just never go wrong with the double oak bourbon from Woodford. No, the Woodford double oak is my favorite. I know you, Jeff, and I all love that. Speaking of things that me, Tony, and Jeff love, we're moving over to hear from Jason. Jason, how you doing, sir, and what you drinking? Hey, guys, doing well over here. I am living the high life. I'm living a little bougie today. I got myself an $8 bottle of red wine. Woohoo! I know, right? Is that a Costco pick? Yes, yeah. It was, the, it was a Costco pick. Yeah. Hey, don't forget, head over to Trader Joe's, grab a bottle of the Two Buck Chuck Cabernet. Uh, really, actually, really good. It's a really good pick. I've heard. I'm, I'm going to try it. For $3, can't go wrong. Uh, we're going to go over to our last panelist of the evening, and wouldn't you know it, we saved the best. I can't say that. Steven, how you doing? What you drinking? Well, today I am indulging in the delicious Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Frostbite. That's right, Mountain Dew fans. We've moved on from major melon season, and we've moved on to the cool melon refreshment that is Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Frostbite. That's what you get in Mountain Dew if you just go ahead and pony up the sponsorship. Right there. <laughs> yeah, PepsiCo, we're, we're waiting to hear from you anxiously, actually. I might, even be, I might even be able to get my wife to drink Diet Pepsi. Right on the air. I can't vouch for how she's going to react to it, but she will do it for a nominal fee. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here, and we are on to the action-adventure portion of our bracket. We are still in the field of 64, and we are going to start with your one seed, The Legend of Zelda, taking on the 16 seed of Doom. And we are going to start this with Stu. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I don't really have to say it. It's The Legend of Zelda. It is a phenomenal game that has inspired countless generations of people it it's one of the first games i ever played and it's what it's what inspired me to be a dungeon master it's what inspired me to be creative and come up with different adventures when i was a kid I, this i mean this game has made its way into the hearts of so many people and you know, whether you're a, you know, a 2D Zelda fan or a 3D Zelda fan, it's got something for you. Yeah, the formula is getting a little stale, but Nintendo likes to still spice it up with, you know, how Breath of the Wild is. And so I don't see the series going anywhere. It's going to forever remain awesome. Doom is a great game, but I don't think that it can hold a candle to Zelda. The Legend of Zelda picks up its first vote. Jennifer, you're up. So I'm I'm not going to wax poetic on this one, guys. Um, it's pretty obvious to me by the fact that I have Zelda fabric draped over my shoulder right now that my pick is definitely going to be Zelda. It's it's just a no-brainer for me. Zelda's got a two-to-nothing lead. Tony, are we putting Doom away this early? Unfortunately, we are. Um had this been stacked up against most of the other games on this list, I think Doom could have made a, a solid argument for an upset. But against Legend of Zelda, it's just not not a competition. Uh, even with the latest Bethesda tie-ins and everything like that, uh, bringing Doom back into the forefront of the FPS shooter genre, uh, the original just doesn't hold it down enough to the, the likes of the behemoth that is Link and his tiny wooden sword uh legend of zelda moves on chris legend of zelda has a three to nothing lead it's going to the round of 32 but let's see how dominant it is jason lock in your vote yeah i was uh i was looking at doom for a little bit i mean i think uh doom kind of revitalized the pc gaming um back in the 90s but zelda is zelda it can't uh, it can't dethrone Zelda. It's just it's not going to happen. Not that my vote matters at this point, but uh, Zelda gets it from me. Well, as, uh, Jason is slowly learning what it's like to be engaged and learning that his opinion does not matter in real time. We're bringing it over to the other engaged party here. Stephen, for the last time in your life, what is your opinion? Oh, I will continue to have opinions. They may still be the wrong ones but I'll definitely have opinions. Unfortunately, this one is definitely the right opinion because the obvious winner here is the Legend of Zelda franchise. Um, Legend of Zelda is amazing because the thing that ties all the games together is they're big maps to explore. I mean, that was the thing in the original game. That's the thing in Breath of the Wild. And it's just got this weird DNA in it where it's loose enough you can do any kind of game, really, you can change the plot. There could be mechs. It could be all fantasy. Doesn't matter. They've cracked the code. There's just something in the nugget of Zelda that everyone loves. It's enjoyable in nearly every game in the franchise. Easy winner over Doom. An easy winner it is. Zelda has taken a 5 to nothing lead. Doom is going to hell. And we are moving on to our 8 versus 9 matchup. Jennifer, you're getting us started. Are you going with the 8 seed of the Batman Arkham series of games? Or with the Bioshock group? Uh, Batman. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I've, I've made it a secret that Batman's my favorite uh, hero. Um, at least in DC. But, um, yeah, I, I honestly never could really get into Bioshock. It, it's, but Arkham was, I don't know, it was fun for me. And again, you know, this is way too soon for me to wax too poetic, but absolutely batman now arkham has picked up its first vote we're bringing it over to tony um see the thing is here is you know arkham is a great game series and it makes me happy 
Um, but when you look at the overall series as a whole, comparatively to what Bioshock was, uh, honestly, I think these are, are reversed in their, their seedings. Um, I think that Bioshock, if you look at the gaming community as a whole, um, it is such a unique and fun game. Um, all three versions of it, whether you're talking about one or two, uh, any of the DLCs or also Infinite, that people clamored for it. Um, Arkham had multiple games out around the same time that were either carbon copies or itself was a carbon copy of it. Uh, and we can talk about that later. I don't think we're talking about that later, but you've obviously got... Um, I'm blanking on the name of the title right now. Uh, Middle Earth, the Middle Earth games, uh, which were very similar. Uh, so for me, I think Bioshock takes it early. Uh, we'll see how everybody else feels. We've got a one-to-one -one game so far. Bioshock and Arkham in a tight one. Jason, break that tie. Yeah, so this is a fun one. Um, both games are fantastic. Well, the series, both, both series, I should say. Uh, my son, actually, he just finished the Bioshock series, and we, we had fun talking about it. Uh, I really, really think, though, that Batman Arkham series is going to take this one for me. And here's why. I think the the action style and the fighting was redone in Batman to perfection. I, no game, not even Middle Earth, and it is very similar to Middle Earth, which was a fantastic game. But the combat was so fluid in the Batman series, um, I thought they did an amazing technical job on it. And I think uh, if you go back, I think a lot of people talked about it back in the day. Uh, not to mention the voice acting, the story. I mean, Batman's fantastic. Uh, Bioshock is fantastic. But I think the combat for me is what's going to put Batman Arkham series over Bioshock. Now, Arkham has gotten a two-to-one lead. Let's see how this plays out. Steven, lock in your vote. Yeah, this is a fitting eight and nine matchup because I think this is probably the two most evenly matched in this region. Um, it really does come down to that fighting system in the Arkham games because that's the highlight, right? It's not the best looking game in the, I mean, the graphics are good. It's just you're stuck in a very drab Arkham Asylum, at least in the first game. I know you got out in the cities in the later ones. Bioshock looks better. It's more colorful. It's more interesting. But I do think the Arkham games, just because of that combat system that works so incredibly well, that I don't know how that is not the standard for all games going forward. It's got to be the Arkhams for me. Batman Arkham has picked up a 3-1 to one lead and is moving on to the round of 32, but I want to hear from Stu. I'm giving this one to Bioshock. Uh, it's there's something about the story there. Uh, Bioshock makes me feel a lot more uh, as in both like all the or I'm sorry, all the individual games as well as just the series as a whole. I have to think about the game after I'm done with it or even just at select moments. You know, Batman Arkham is a fun as hell game. I mean, it really is like you'd want to just pick it up and run with it and it's a blast and you lose yourself in it. But I, I give it to Bioshock because Bioshock has a lot more emotional pull for me. Now, Bioshock picks up an emotional emotional vote at the end, but it is not moving on to the round of 32. Batman Arkham is, and I told my panelists before that if the wrong vote won one of these games, I would riot and I am going to tell you all right now I am very happy you voted correctly. Uh, the Batman Arkham series. I knew it series, would be Batman. It had to be Batman. Come on. Have you met me? <laughs> the, you gave me Batman stuff for my car. That's true. Uh, <laughs> the, the the Batman Arkham series to me is is the video game that pulled me back into video games. And I've played every one of them. I love that series. Uh, I don't know anything about fighting mechanisms or game engines or anything like that. I know sitting down playing that series, I will play it front to back, and then I will play it all over again. The only thing I will not do, and damn it, I refuse to do it, I will never, ever, ever do all the stupid Riddler challenges. I don't care. Moving on. Tony, you're up first, and we've got your five seed of Grand Theft Auto, fittingly taking on the 12 seed of Red Dead Redemption. Do you want your open world map on horses or cars? Tony, the choice is yours. Um, so yeah, this is our Rockstar matchup. 
uh, it ironically happened this way. Um, maybe a little bit by design, but yeah. When I still sit down, I've, I've thought that, sat down and thought about this a few times. Um, Red Dead Redemption is an incredible game. Um, it feels like a really fun cross between Grand Theft Auto, um, Fallout, New Vegas, and just a Western. But when compared to arguably the original of itself, I have to give it to Grand Theft Auto. It's had the history. It's had the time to shine. Time to do some more fun things. Let's be honest here. Just Grand Theft Auto alone could probably take on a lot of the games on this list when it comes to just quality uh, and the amount of time that they've put into the the, the effort there. Um, so for me, it takes an early, just slight win over Red Dead. Grand Theft Auto has picked up its first vote. Jason, you're up, sir. Yeah, actually, I've been deliberating on this one. This is tough. Um, I mean, Red Dead Redemption is basically Grand Theft Auto just on horses, right? And before I had played Red Dead Redemption, I, I honestly really wasn't looking forward to it. I was just, I, I was thinking, no, it's just going to be the same thing. Just you're going to be on horses and running around. But once I got in the game, especially number two, I got immersed in it more so than Grand Theft Auto, which was a blast. Everyone knows that. I mean, just driving around, doing doing what you can do in that game is fantastic. But when I started Red Dead Redemption, I was engrossed in that world, just doing the smallest things, just following people around, sitting around, riding the horse, enjoying the scenery. I didn't do that in Grand Theft Auto. So I think the art direction and the detailing that they've, they've learned to put in that game makes it better and puts it over the top for me. Red Dead Redemption has brought it back with a leisurely stroll through the Old West. We're going to bring it over to Steven to break the tie. When you evaluate a franchise, the question to me is always, are we trying to figure out what's the average value of the franchise or what is like the best versus the best or the worst versus the worst? Because Grand Theft Auto V is probably the best game in the series of both of these. But these games are very, very close together. Very close. They're clearly done by the same people. Um, it really is your choice between being a cowboy and being a street thug. And at the end of the day, when I want to play pretend, I'd rather want to be a cowboy. So I think Red Dead Redemption is just more fun because I like the setting more. So I'm going to go with Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption has picked up a two-to-one lead. We're bringing it over to Stu. This one was really hard for me. I mean, Grand Theft Auto defined what Rockstar could do early on, and it's awesome. And Red Dead Redemption, you know, like you guys said, you get lost in that world so quickly, and it's beautiful, and it's so much fun. And I've been going back and forth in my mind of which one to pick for this, and I've thought it over, and I think... I think I'm actually going to go with Red Dead Redemption. And that's because Grand Theft Auto is made for a more like mainstream audience, I guess, in a sense, uh, for what it is and how it plays, you know, with especially with like five with the online multiplayer. It's a blast and it's fun. But Red Dead Redemption as an experience is a lot more unique. And I feel like Rockstar isn't scared to try new things with Red Dead Redemption. And that lets the game become better because they're not afraid of, you know, making it something more unique and appealing to a more select audience. So Red Dead Redemption for me. Red Dead Redemption has picked up its third vote. It is moving on to the round of 32, but I do want to hear from Jen. Jen, Cowboys or Street Thugs? See, the thing is, I feel like I have to have some kind of loyalty to Red Dead Redemption because I work with, like, all the voice actors. So... You know, I have that loyalty there, but I've never actually played it. And I used to play the heck out of some, like, GTA. I mean, picking up hookers and then killing them and 
you know, all the fun stuff. You know, I, I, I really chose the, the good parts to play and I, I had focused on that and it was fun, you know, it took me back to my childhood and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like killing hookers. What can I say? Um, but yeah, I've never actually played Red Dead, but I've heard amazing things about it and I've been meaning to play it for a long time. I just haven't gotten around to it. So, I mean, by default, I kind of have to choose GTA. Because, I mean, it it is fun. It is a lot of fun. But now I'm really, really intrigued by the fact that it's kind of GTA, but in the Old West, and that I really do love cowboys. So, Well, I have good news, Jennifer. Your your fiancé is basically a cowboy. Like, he's... But he, he hates country music. He wears button-up shirts apparently all the time. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Now, with that, ladies and gentlemen, Red Dead Redemption has upset... The five-seat of Grand Theft Auto. That's our first upset of the night. Let's see what else we can come up with. And there's a chance on this next one. We're starting this one off with Jason. Are we going with the four-seat of Assassin's Creed or the 13-seat of Borderlands? So I'm not going to drag the suspense on this one. It's Assassin's Creed for me. Uh, This one was actually one of the easier ones for me. Uh, I know there's a lot of Borderlands fans out there. I am just not one of them. Uh, my son likes it. Uh, I think there's a movie or something coming out. Or, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard something something new with Borderlands is coming. Uh, so I'm excited to see it and, and see if what direction they take it. But to me, Assassin's Creed, uh, it kind of redefined something, right? It was something new. Uh, no, <laughs> a lot of the uh, expansions or sequels were frustrating. They kind of stumbled a bit at times. Uh, I know sometimes the mechanics were wonky, but it was new. It was refreshing. It got a little repetitive at times, but sometimes the story would take it back and get you interested again. Uh, it's getting a little long in the tooth now, I think. But at this point, for me, Assassin's Creed is going to get my vote. Assassin's Creed picks up his first vote. We're going to Steven. Yeah, I don't get it before Borderlands. Maybe I came to it too late, but it feels just like another one of those like i've seen that a million times before assassin's creed it's not my favorite franchise but i would rather play that any of those over the minimal amount i've enjoyed playing borderlands so assassin's creed short simple and to the point steven's locked in for assassin's creed it's got a commanding two to nothing lead Stu, your turn my thought i see I, I don't know i'm not i'm not a super huge fan of either of these games but i'm really not a fan of Assassin's Creed, to be honest. I feel like the first one was great and it did some really awesome stuff, but eh, you know, like you, you know, like Jason said, like it, it stumbled and to me it stumbled pretty hard and it got really repetitive. And now it just kind of feels like it's a churn and burn franchise to like, all right, cool. What's the new Assassin's Creed coming out? Like it might as well just be COD, you know, it's, it's a, it's a quick cash grab, you know, in a different time setting essentially for the same game that you're going to get again and again borderlands you know it's not super great either and it's aged it's it's not it didn't hold up super well but it had some good like i really liked handsome jack as a villain but i you know like i said i'm not a super huge fan of either of these games but borderlands takes it for me now borderlands is not going down without a fight it's trailing two to one and let's bring this over to uh, I don't know. How about Jennifer? So, yeah. Um, with Borderlands, I did really like a lot of the art style. I guess you could say, like the characters were cool looking and you know stuff like that. But I could never really like get into it. Get into it. Whereas Assassin's Creed, I could you know follow it through you know it, it just it just was more my style i guess um everybody has already said everything i would have said anyways about it so um i'm just gonna go ahead and uh yeah leave that with uh, assassin's creed right there there you go assassin's creed with a three to one lead is definitely moving on to the next round and with that being said i will tell you that if you bring me a bucket i'll show you a bucket that is my favorite quote from the borderlands franchise but we are bringing this next one over to Tony. Chris, I'm honestly kind of hurt. Okay. <laughs> Just, there's so much hate for both of these games. 
Um, I'll talk more about Assassin's Creed later because I've got opinions on it and I'm sure they'll come up. But Borderlands is an incredibly fun game. It was honestly the first of the, the console shooters to ever actually implement a loot system uh, and, and to really dive hard into RPG elements without being an RPG. Uh, sorry, Destiny, you weren't the first. Um, Borderlands is wacky, chaotic, insane, just high-intensity fun. Uh, maybe you guys aren't good at it and play on the easy settings, but, man, that game gets crazy once you get further into it and you're playing all up in it. So my vote was going to go to Borderlands, but Assassin's Creed, we'll see you in the next round. Now, that is our third 3-2 to two matchup in a row. Unfortunately, all of them coming with a close game at the very end. Assassin's Creed is moving on, and that is my cue to remind you that wanting something does not give you the right to have it, Tony. Another quote from Assassin's Creed. We're moving on, though. Me Googling quotes is getting old. You know what's not getting old? Making picks. And next up, we have Steven getting us started. It's the sixth seed of Uncharted, taking on the 11th seed of God of War. So I totally get why Uncharted is a sixth seed and God of War is an 11th seed. Um, I helped put together the bracket. All the data suggested that Uncharted should be ranked way higher than God of War. God of War is a much better franchise with a much more interesting lead character, supporting characters. Just it's a better story and you get to fight big fucking monsters in a way that Uncharted. I'm sorry, I don't get it. It's totally a me thing. It's completely a me thing, because, like, objectively, I can stand back and look at the games and say, Uncharted is great. But no, God of War. God of War all the way for me. Well, as Steven says during sex, it is totally a him thing. We're moving along to Stu. I gotta agree with Steven on this one. Like, Uncharted is a really pretty and, like, you know, well-polished game, but it feels like it's very, like, casual uh, in a sense that, like... Uh, <laughs> You know, the, the main character is just an empty shell of a protagonist that you can project yourself on. You know, God of War is it really does want to tell a story and it's amazing. And the most recent one is an absolutely phenomenal game. Yeah, it's uh, God of War as a franchise has gone through so many different things, right? Like starting back on the PS2, it was uh, it was so much fun to just beat the shit out of giant colossus, like colossi, colossuses, whatever. It was a blast. God of War all the way. And I think that the, you're just going to see more and more good stuff from the franchise. Stu, I think the word you're looking for is Colossopod. Thank you, Colossopod. <laughs> what the hell just happened? Colossopod? I don't know. It sounded fun. <laughs> okay, growing up in Connecticut, we had a place called Lake Quasipog we would go to, but neither here nor there. 2 nothing lead for God of War. Let's see if... Uncharted can get back in this. We're bringing it over to Jennifer. I don't really have strong opinions about either of these, actually. Um, I've only played God of War. I have a lot of friends who costume as like God of War characters and stuff. But yeah, I mean, just for the simple fact that I've only played God of War, I'm, I'm going to have to lean towards God of War on this one. What sucks is I have a paper with the bracket all out with my notes on for each thing that I choose, and I, I lost that in the move this past weekend, so I'm flying off the seat of my pants. So I apologize for not being more in-depth. I don't have my notes. With that being said, ill-preparedness will give you a pass this time, Jennifer. It's been a long week for you. God of War has got a three to nothing lead. It's moving on to the next round. Uh, Tony, are we right? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and not to shit on Uncharted, um, but, you know, sure, I might have bought in a PlayStation 4 and bought an Uncharted 4 when I bought that PlayStation 4 because God of War wasn't out yet. But you damn well better believe that God of War is the reason I bought that PS4. I think it's one of the four games I own other than Spider-Man and I think Jump Force because I don't know. God of War, it, it, maybe maybe if we had done this three or four years ago before the latest one came out, maybe you could argue that Uncharted can take this. Just But when you look at the last game and then 
where this game, this series has gone throughout its life cycle, whether it's a console game, a mobile tie-in, or a PSP game, it's just nothing but nonstop fun. Kratos takes it. Kratos is moving on, but let's hear from Jason. Yeah, so I know my opinion's moot at this point, but uh, I mean, I got to be honest with everyone. God of War is one of those games I actually have not gotten around to playing. None of them. It's always seemed to be something else out there that's taken my attention first. But it's something I've always wanted to play. And you guys have all convinced me it's it's about time that I get on there and get it because uh, there's no excuses anymore at this point. So just for that, since I haven't played it, I would have to have picked Uncharted. I mean, it's like the Indiana Jones uh you get the play right uh it's a more modern version i guess but other than that doesn't matter uh god of war moves on and i'm looking forward to playing it and maybe i'll have an opinion next time god of war picks up a a four to one victory over uncharted and i will say these are two games that i actually love both these franchises i've played i think god of war 2 on i've played all the uncharted games i love both these games uh i get that uncharted has a very kind of plastic hero and all that fun stuff. The gameplay to me is a lot of fun, except for the last one. The last one was left a lot to be desired. But the gameplay is a lot of fun. The story is very interesting, and I think Jason's right. I think for me, it's very much like playing Indiana Jones. Uh, it's, a to me, a more interesting version of Tomb Raider, which we'll eventually get to in this bracket. But neither here nor there. We're moving on. God of War is moving on. Uncharted, unfortunately, has seen better days. Nathan Drake is at the bottom of the ocean. And that is another upset, and we're going to move along here and see. Will it be the three-seed Halo or the 14-seed of the James Bond series of games? And we're starting it off with Stu. I see what's going on here comparing the two of these, you know, specifically around, like, split-screen multiplayer for a shooter. But, I mean, come on, this is Halo. Like, James Bond, yes, you know... Golden eye on the 64, right? You get your all your buddies sitting around and you know, yeah, you're playing like deathmatch and stuff. Like, yeah, that's fun, but it's it's Halo. Like, this is what really revolutionized like the first person per, first person multiplayer genre. Like, there's freaking tournaments around Halo. Like, it's it's Halo. It is it is 100 percent Halo. I don't see how James Bond as a franchise can compare to that. Halo has picked up an early one to nothing lead. We're bringing this one over to Jennifer. <laughs> I was laughing as he was talking because that's pretty much exactly what I was going to say. How how is this even a comparison between Halo and the James Bond series of games? Because like, it's Halo. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm I'm just I yeah I I completely agree with Stu. It's I mean, I don't know. I think it was the first major uh, God, my daughter just walked into the room and I got distracted and I forgot what I was going to say. Shoot 'em up game. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my mind just went blank because I saw a 12-year-old. Um, no, it's it's uh, yeah, it's just going to be Halo for me because that's, that's, I mean, that pretty much revolutionized the way the first Oh my God! He just said it. First, first person shooter. First, first person shooter. I'm like first player shooter. That's not it. It's first P. Anyway, yes. So yes. Anyway, Halo. <laughs> Halo picks up another vote. We're like found my... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. I, I said I think she found my wine. <laughs> oh, Jennifer. She's definitely gonna have a headache tomorrow morning. Uh, let's move this along, though, and let's hear what Tony has to say. Uh, not much. Um, maybe if we were just looking at GoldenEye, maybe. But that's like say taking the best out of James Bond and taking the best out of Halo, Halo 3. Sorry, GoldenEye doesn't stand up to Halo 3. And then you look at the rest of the series. Halo shits on Golden. Uh, James Bond, not GoldenEye necessarily, but James Bond is a series. Can't can't hold a candle. I'll talk more about Halo later on. So, well, Halo is going to take a commanding three to nothing lead, proving why it's a three seed. We're moving along, though. Let's hear from. Hmm. How about Jason? Me? You, you. sure? 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, it, it, yeah, it's Halo. Come on. It's golden. Eye was fantastic. Uh, I have some of my best memories from the Nintendo 64 was on that, that game. It was fan. Oh man. I, the four, I think it was four player split screen. If I remember, I, not that I had that many friends to, to try it out that often, but, uh, <laughs> I actually went back to it. Oh, it wasn't, it was maybe a couple years ago. I, I it was on an emulator, but I didn't hold up very well. I, it was it was much worse than I remember, but uh, my childhood remembered as an awesome game. But yeah, no, Halo as a whole series is way better. And of course, we'll we'll get into details later as as Halo. I'm sure we'll move on. Halo gets my pick. Halo's got a commanding four nothing lead. Let's see, do we have a sweep here, Steven? Yeah, there's a good part of me that wants to vote for the James Bond series just out of recognition of how fundamental GoldenEye was to my childhood. I even liked the GoldenEye remake that they did where it was like Daniel Craig's version of GoldenEye. I thought that was an interesting take on it to not just remake the game, but remake it to what it would have been have been written in the modern era. I think that's really worth a go. But the fact is the James Bond franchise is GoldenEye and nothing but GoldenEye. Nobody cares about any of the other games, really. Halo takes this easily. It's a sweep. And a sweep for the three seed. Not too surprising. It has been it was a dominant all along. A rather easy victory for Halo. We're moving along. We've got two brackets left here tonight. We're going to start with Jennifer. Do you have the seven seed of Resident Evil or the, or the ten seed of the aforementioned Tomb Raider? This was so difficult because they are basically the same thing, but one of them has, like, zombies and shit. Like, oh, shoot, did I just make that a... Sorry. I just think it just changed the rating. Or was that when I did hookers? Anyway, um, this was, like, really, really hard because I, I love playing both of these games when I'm in different moods. Like, it, you know, it just depends on my mood. Um, but in saying that, I guess I play. I guess I'll go by what I played more, and I would have to say Resident Evil on that one. Like I even joined a costuming group for Resident Evil and marched at Dragon Con in the parade. I mean, it's stupid. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Resident Evil. Tony, lock in your vote. Um, getting into my actual. So for me, Resident Evil peaked very early on and i think the only reason it's sustaining itself is konami is throwing money at it and trying to get people to love it again uh i don't know if anybody's been on tumblr or reddit lately uh but if you have you know what i mean (laughs) um that being said uh the revival of the tomb raider series i think did a lot more for that series than the latest games in the resident evil have um I haven't played one religiously or intensely since maybe four. Uh, and even then four was still waning for me. So the last great resident evil I remember is three uh, tomb Raider. The last three games in the series have been nothing but phenomenal. Uh, and the new kind of breath that those games have brought into it have been really fun. Uh, I think tomb Raider takes this with a slight upset for me. Tomb Raider has tied this game up at one to one as i sit back and remember a time when i too was on the website tumblr neither here nor there let's bring it over to jason you're up i'm up yes i was hoping someone would pick me nobody all right now you're a dork <laughs> i left everyone i'm just on that. mute <laughs> everyone already knows that yeah no i am um, resident evil for me resident evil um these were these were two close games for me. Loved them, loved them both. Tomb Raider. Uh, I think the early games I would have picked Tomb Raider. Resident Evil was a little frustrating with the tape save system and all that. Um, I think I just remember having more fun with the early Tomb Raider games. But the latest games is what made me pick Resident Evil. Uh, the Tomb Raider games are fantastic. The new ones are really great fun. The graphics are, are amazing. The sound design, the acting, everything's great. Uh, but for me, I, I just, what what did it was Resident Evil 7 
I was not expecting to be as good as it was, and I spent a lot of time in it, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I can still remember some of the puzzles to this day. And I know there's the new one. I'm trying to avoid all spoilers. The new Resident Evil Village is coming out. I've heard things. My son's... <laughs> he can't keep his mouth shut sometimes. He has to say stuff because he gets so excited. So I love it. Uh, so I'm actually excited for Resident Evil right now. So I'm going to pick that over Tomb Raider. Tough one. Sorry, Laura Croft. I love you, but you got to go. Resident Evil's picked up a two-to-one lead, and I want to hear from Steven. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but the early Tomb Raider games were the good ones, and that Resident Evil has overtaken it since then. The new Tomb Raiders are amazing, and the first Tomb Raiders are clunky, terrible controller, early PlayStation crap. If this had been a few years ago, there's no way in hell I would say anything nice about Tomb Raider. But the latest like reincarnation of that franchise, those games are amazing. Those games are wonderful. And frankly, I'm a little zombied out at this point. I, we've done zombies to death. I just cannot get it up for a Resident Evil game right now. So Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider has tied it back up. It is two to two. And this is going to bring it over to Stu. But before we get to Stu... Ladies and gentlemen, I don't believe, let me check my notes, we have got all of our buzzer beaters remaining. So here's the big question. On a first come, first serve basis, does anybody want to use their buzzer beater to try and sway Stu one way or another, Resident Evil versus Tomb Raider? Speak up if you want to, because I'm really on the fence for both of these. <laughs> Stu, I think you're on your own, my friend. That's fine. I, I think I know what my choice is. Like I said, I'm really on the fence for both of these. <laughs> Resident Evil to me is more iconic, for sure. And I, <laughs> it scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> and it was amazing. But I really think that Tomb Raider and the new life that's in that series, I I think it's I think it's gonna go places. And not that Resident Evil isn't, but again, it, it's kind of been done again and again and again. And I feel like there's a lot more to Tomb Raider that we're gonna we're gonna see in the future. And so Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider Picks up a 3-2 to two victory. It is moving on to the round of 32. And that brings us to our last pick of the evening. We are kicking this one off with Tony. And Tony has to choose. Is it going to be the 2 seed, the adult Metal Gear Solid? Or the 15 seed, the all-ages Lego game franchise? Tony, take us away. I mean, I will play the crap out of some Lego games, but I will not play them by myself. I have to play them with my nephews, of which you know, or my wife, because she loves the Lego Harry Potter games, the Lego Star Wars games, also from playing with our nephews. Um, but this is Metal Gear Solid. It's... Hideo Kojima, like, I'm sorry, he's one of the greatest game creators ever. Solid Snake is probably one of the most iconic game characters of all time. There's just, it. it's a fun game. Uh, it was stealth before Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Uh, it was, you know, just a lot of tactical gameplay um, that really made me love it. And you have to think in that game. And if you don't, then you die. So Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid picks up its first vote. Let's see how far the two seed can go. We're bringing the next vote over to Jason. Oh, so. Hmm. Yeah, I was. This one's tough. I know they're they're far apart in the seating. Metal Gear Solid, wow, what a great series. What a great series. But I think I'm actually going to vote Lego, guys and gals. The, the series takes you 
to so many different worlds. I know the gameplay you could argue maybe is the same, um, uh, very familiar gameplay because it's aimed more for children. Let's be honest, but it's very accessible. You can get to different worlds. Um, it's fun and it's colorful. And I seem to look forward to playing more Lego than I do Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Once you're kind of done, and, and it's they're they're great games. Obviously, it's it's up there in the top seating for a reason. But I think replayability is what's going to take it over the top for me. And I know I, that's very controversial. I'm I'm not going to be surprised that people argue about it. But uh, we'll see where it goes. Lego gets my vote. Lego picks up a game tying vote there. It is one to one, and it's up to Steven to break the tie. Well, fuck sauce. This puts me in an awkward position. You see, I thought for sure everyone was going to vote for Metal Gear Solid, and I was going to cast a vote to Lego. And my reasoning for that was, of these two franchises, which one does a better job of accomplishing the goal it sets out to do? And I think Metal Gear Solid occasionally falls a little short, but the Lego games are always exactly what they're trying to be. They're these fun little challenging, but not overly difficult games made for kids. Now, the problem is somebody else already went and voted for Lego over Metal Gear Solid, which puts me in the position of almost enabling a money ball if I go with my actual reasoning. And in all good conscience, I cannot enable a world in which the Metal Gear franchises loses to the Lego franchises. Because I would rather play Metal Gear Solid, even if they do occasionally fall short of my expectations, and I have a few issues with them. So I'm going to cast the vote for Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid picks up a 2-1 to one lead, and it's time for Stu to weigh in. Thank goodness you came to your senses on that one, Stephen. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love the Lego games. They are so fun. But, you know, like Jason said, like, I'm not going to play these by myself. I'm just not. It's it's a very fun, like, you know, beat em up uh, generally. Right. Not all of them, but beat em up style multiplayer game. Like, but it's it's just not my favorite. Right. But like Metal Gear Solid has so much depth to it. And, you know, like, yeah, you think or you die. Like you can creative ways to get through all the puzzles that half the people don't even experience when they play that game. It's it's Metal Gear Solid without a doubt. I mean, Lego's fun and it's it's wonderful, but it's it's kind of like a Kirby, but on the opposite side. Like it's it's available for everybody, but it's just not. I don't I don't think it would be anybody's favorite to be honest. Metal Gear Solid picks up a three to one lead and is moving on to the round of sixty. Whoa, the round of thirty two. But let's hear from Jennifer. Hey, there's a a button on your phone. It's called the mute button. If you unclick it, it will allow you to talk. Listen here. My phone went into sleep mode because you guys are all windbags, okay? Accurate. Bite me. <laughs> no thanks. Um, so, yeah, right. I wouldn't want to bite me either. I really need to shower. Um, so, you you have your phone right behind me. Go away. Sorry, I have Jay walking around behind me, and yeah, I could hear myself. Um, shoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Lego. <laughs> I'm going for Lego. Uh, <laughs> I play it constantly. I actually, like, have a ton of the games. Um, like, a ton of the games. And uh, I played all the time with my kids, or I used to when they were younger anyways, and I'll still pick it up and I'll play it on my own because it's just good, stupid fun for me. And, yeah, I I mean, it, it's just, it's it's more my style. Sorry, shoot 'em uppers but it's Lego for me. Now, Lego does make it a close game at the end, but it does fall a little bit short. Metal Gear Solid, the two-seed, is moving on to the round of 32. And Thank Christ. Just to, Steven, this is why you don't punt. This is why you don't give mercy votes. I didn't! That's it. We're going for two every time. No extra points. Now, there's the Josh Heupel offense right there. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of the action-adventure round of 64. The following games will be facing off in the round of 32. We're going to have the Legend of Zelda franchise taking on the Batman Arkham franchise. 
Then we're going to have Red Dead Redemption, the 12 seed that upset the 5 seed Grand Theft Auto, taking on the 4 seed of Assassin's Creed. Another upset, the 11 seed God of War will be taking on the 3 seed in the highly dominant Halo. And then the battle of the 3 to 2, you've got the upset 10 seed Tomb Raider taking on the 2 seed Metal Gear Solid. Listen, if you're enjoying the Boozy Bractology podcast, a couple things you can do. One, uh, leave us a five-star rating, write us a review. That would be awesome. If you enjoy the show, if you're really enjoying uh, Boozy Bractology uh, and you want to hear a little bit more, whether that be bonus brackets or monthly recap episodes of the previous brackets where you can hear our panelists come together and tell you, quite frankly, what we got wrong. And I'm going to tell you right now, they got some shit wrong. Patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. That's Patreon.com slash P-T-E for the pub trivia experience and B-B for boozy bracketology. Uh, Facebook. Our new Facebook group is called The Lounge. Fans of the pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology. Come on there. We're actually all in there right now, so come on in there. Tell us what we got right. Tell us what we got wrong. Are you that big of a fan and are you that upset James, uh, the James Bond Goldeneye got just absolutely run out of town by Halo. Let us know. Neither here nor there, everybody. For the Boozy Bracketology Podcast, I have been your unbiased host, Chris. I've been Stu. I've been Chad. <laughs> I've been Tony. And I'm Jason. And I'm Steven. Nailed it in one. <laughs> We will see you in a couple days with the final portion of the round of 64. Until then, have a good one.